Praise God. Let me pray. Father, we just give you praise this morning. Thank you for health in our bodies, O Lord. Thank you for a sound mind. Father, we give you honor, praise, and thanksgiving. Thank you for the fellowship. Thank you for your church, your body. Thank you for brothers and sisters in the faith, those that are of the same belief, O Lord God. Confidence and trust in you. Oh, we are gathered here this morning, O Lord God. And we come believing that you are here in our midst, that you will speak to us this morning, O God. That you will impart us with wisdom and understanding. Yes, oh, we praise and adore you, Jesus. We're not here on our own account, O Lord. We're not gathered here because we made up our minds, but because you bid us, Holy Spirit. We surrender ourselves to you today, O God. We surrender our hearts and our minds. And we ask you, for you are God, the all-knowing God that created everything. You are perfect in your design. You are perfect in your ways. Help us this morning, Father, we pray in no other name but the name of Jesus Christ, that we might understand, oh God, that we might understand. Let the words that you minister to us by your Holy Spirit this morning, let them speak to us that we might hear indeed and quicken even our understanding, O oh Lord. Take us out of the realm of the mind and the soul. We pray this morning, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, and bring us into your realm. The realm of the Spirit. Renew our hearts, renew our minds. Yes, Lord. For this next hour, hour and a half, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, let your, the presence of heaven be here. And let every individual, I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that every individual here will know that this is not the design of a man. Oh, Lord Jesus, minister to your people. Minister to your people, oh God. There will be a time when you will return to your earth. Your earth that you created, oh Lord. And every man will have to give an account to you. Oh Lord Jesus, you have assembled us here this morning. That your word might be preached, oh God. Ha! For we will answer based on your word. There are even ones here this morning. And online, oh God. Ha! Who have not truly surrendered to you, oh Lord. And if you were to return in this moment, oh Lord. The requirements of your word would not be fulfilled. So I pray that you speak to those hearts and those minds this morning, O Lord. Speak to them in regards to surrender to the Lordship of your Son, Father, Jesus Christ. This we ask this morning, Father, in no other name but the name of Jesus Christ. And we give you praise and thanks that you're here. you've heard our prayers this morning. Amen. Amen. Praise God. You know, as I was uh, sitting there, this uh, scripture came to me, which I think I used it last week. And uh, it's not, it is relevant to the message, but the Holy Spirit placed it on my heart. And it's the book of Hebrews and verses 1. And it says, God, what various times and in various ways spoke in times past 
to the fathers by the prophets as in these last days spoken to us by his son whom he has appointed here of all things through whom also he made the worlds oh my god and my king we have to think again god has spoke, was spoken to us and the fathers through the prophets in time past as in these last days spoken to us by his son amen his son christ jesus and has he spoken a lot to us you know when the lord speaks one word there is so much meaning in that one word when he when he lays out a sentence there's so much to derive from it he has to break it down to us that we might understand but we have ignored so much of what the expression of god is which is christ and for us to you know come here and exhaust all of what jesus christ has spoken we wouldn't have that time neither in one year nor 10 years nor 20 years nor 30 years so much he has spoken and guess what he has spoken it all to our benefit and to the benefit of every human being on the planet every single one was accounted for when jesus christ went to the cross and every single human being on the planet planet was accounted for when he released those words when he walked on the earth every human being we used the scripture last week that god has given us all things for life and godliness and look at the decadence i say it all the time look at the decadence and the destruction that is in the world right now because we have rejected the words of jesus christ we have rejected in a general sense the love expression of god through his son and not only for the world that is lost but we also in the church who profess Jesus Christ as Lord have rejected his counsel in a general sense the church of Jesus Christ of the millions of churches that are having a service right at this very moment with millions hundreds of millions of people are sitting in the pews now that have rejected the words of Jesus Christ and we sit before him every Sunday and we pray to him and we read the word but because it has to do with faith and not sight we have predominantly we have ignored it and we have every man is walking in his own ways the scripture says here we are we thank God for patience that he has long-suffering towards us and great mercy that he would allow us to get this invitation so many times to come and to die to our own ways and to live unto him God who made the heaven and the earth such dynamite power such explosive power unlimited and yet still it's difficult for God because he has given us a will to choose the freedom to choose 
the hardest thing is for God to grab a human being on the earth that he created and to get them to live by his counsel which is absolutely perfect we have so many other ideas of how better we can steer our life than the God who created us isn't that mind-boggling so when I get the chance, the opportunity to come by the grace of God to speak on behalf of the Lord, this is what I want to talk about. I really want people to think, you know, time goes by really quick and all the opportunities that we get to, you know, present the gospel and to do by the grace of God something with our lives, it goes by really quick. So we trust God this morning, in this very moment. That as people came, got up out of their beds and came here this morning, maybe it was a subtle voice that spoke to your heart about getting, coming to church. Maybe you argued with someone. However it is that you got here this morning, we thank God that you're here. But we want something to be received. We want you to grab something. God is going to do something. In your heart in your mind God is going to communicate to each and every one of us this morning we're gonna be changed and, and transformed so this is not a religious setting God is inviting people into a deeper relationship and fellowship now one of the expressions let me excite you guys this morning just for a moment one of the expressions okay that came through Jesus Christ was the the healing ministry the healing ministry right god has spoken to us through his son in this season through jesus christ and we have heard of the message of salvation but one of the things that he did in a bold way that even his detractors they couldn't deny the power that he had that was healing left right and center every sickness every disease period and as we, the, the church, even through the Catholic church, hello, are you from the Catholic background? I hope you don't get offended today. We, that's why we put um, tape on the chairs. Just if you try and get up like this, you're going to find that you're going to be stuck. But don't worry, it's the tape that wears off after a hour and a half. I'm kidding. The healing ministry, guys. The Lord wants to. It's not like the healing ministry left this church. You know. His church left the faith and belief in God for health in their bodies and um, went to doctors and we want to do a twofold thing this morning and if you have healing in your body this morning the healing power of God is here for you you know I was I didn't have to pray huh, a lot this week to get this message not that I you have to pray a lot to get the messages that God wants to give you but we were talking about the gift of healing on Wednesday and uh, the Lord spoke to me to carry this on on Sunday morning. So I didn't have to go and camp out and wait for a word. Amen? So we're going to go to the scripture now. And we believe that the word, this is the inspired word of God. Twofold thing we want to accomplish this morning. If you have any, any sickness in your body or in your mind, okay? God is ready to do healing with you this morning. He's ready to heal you. 
Okay? And then the next thing is God wants to put the anointing on you that you might go and lay hands on the sick around you. Your neighbors, your co-workers, and you're going to see the power of God move for them also. Amen? If we really thought, knew, um, believe that God was in the healing ministry still, and that we didn't have to fear sicknesses and diseases and so forth like that, wouldn't that change everything? And if we really believe that the power of God can flow through us to touch others, my God, how much souls would we save? We're going to use it. We're not talk talking about healing in the sense of only to see the healing power. Jesus demonstrated that power that people might even come into salvation. The power component to the gospel is very necessary. Or else the people are just going to think that we're religious and they're not going to listen to our words. Amen? The, first, the second scripture, actually, I want to go to this morning is St. John 5. And let's read from uh, 1 to 8. It says, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is in, there is in Jerusalem by the sheep gate a pool, which is called in Hebrew Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of sick, people blind lame paralyzed waiting for the water the moving of the water i think we would all agree that the world under the leadership of governments okay prime ministers presidents and kings i think right now there's not too many people that would agree that the whole world depicts this scenario right now a lot, a multitude of sick people, blind, lame, paralyzed, and mental conditions. Um, let me present to you, okay? Under the leadership of men, void of the word of God, the leading of the Holy Spirit, the world is lying in ruin, absolute ruin. Bombs are dropping on people's head right now under the leadership of men. And those who are looking to their prime ministers, presidents, and so forth and their medical and scientific people you're dead in the water you don't have to be two year old huh, to know that you're lost and you're wishing that you're one of the ones that actually get lucky and don't die before your time it's like rolling a dice and you're in vegas where they set up the uh, all of the machines and make a big deal when one person make a little bit of money but thousands have gone home in pain huh? Waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Hello. Ha! It's the mercy of God. Ha! Sometimes working through doctors. Anyways. That saved some people's lives. It was the Lord that had commissioned that angel to be there. For an angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whosoever stepped in first, my king and my God. Didn't it say a multitude? Am I, am I missing something here? I need to borrow someone's glasses. Didn't say a multitude of people are here. Huh! And only one can step in the water and get healed. My king and my lord. 
Whoever stepped in the water after the stirring of the water was made well of whatever disease he had. Now a certain man was there who had an infirmity 38 years. My God, not a chance in the world. And some of us with the sicknesses and diseases. And if we don't have it, the neighbor has it. And if we don't have it, the family member has it. And doctor can't touch it. When Jesus saw him there and knew that he already had been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? My question this morning, and we title this many message, do you want to be made well? In your physical body, do you want to be made well in your mind? Hello? The sick man answered him, Sir, I have no man to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. But while I am coming, another step down before me. I submit to you this morning that your medical doctor cannot make you well. And even if he can deal, help out with the infirmity that is in the flesh, he can't help out the mental issues that you're having. Do you want to be made whole? body soul and spirit you have to look you have to go to an individual that can solve your problems verses 8 jesus said to him rise take up your bed and walk and immediately the man was made well took up his bed and walked how did he do it what medicine there you have so many bio companies studying all different type of things right now right trying to find solutions to sicknesses and diseases that are in people's bodies that jesus christ two thousand years ago healed why would we not study the life of christ We're going we're gonna to look into the word. There is a way. You know, many times the church has given up on the healing power of God moving in the congregation. You know why? Lack of understanding. You know, when you apply for a job, you know, you see a job offered in the, on the computer, a job position. And you, want it, you, you, you look at your credentials and you go, wow, this is what I studied in school. Okay? I'm going to apply here. There is a relevant uh, amount of common sense that you put into that application, right? You don't just go and apply for a role and you have no experience in that background. Okay? So when, when we approach God, there are some wisdom issues that we have to garner from His Word in regards to how to step into His blessings. We're going to deal with a few of those this morning. Many churches have let go of praying that people would be healed because they don't want to do their homework. Well, we're taking the time out. The Bible said to study to find yourself approved unto God. A workman that needed not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We don't just come here. Huh! On a, number one, God commissioned us and put us here. And number two, 
He gives us the messages to preach. Okay? He gives us understanding concerning His Word. That's not to say that, folks, everybody has, can read the Word and have understanding. I'm just talking about why I might occupy this position or one, why someone else in the pew might occupy this position next week. It's not, a, it's not a, an idea to point to myself. We want to deal with some of those issues this morning. Let me tell you something. And you can guarantee that the healing power of God will move through you. And if God decides for whatever reason not to heal you, he'll speak to you just like he did to Saul when he had an infirmity in his flesh to keep him humble. But you won't be in the dark. Amen? Let's go now to um, Acts 10, verses 35. I just want to sum it up. Acts 10, 35. It says, God is not a respecter of persons. God is not a respecter of persons. Okay? So we just... All of us, that means that all of us are included in these promises that we're going to expound on. We just had to get this out of the way. Because many times, some folks think that, you know, a pastor or a, an apostle or a prophet, you know, good. They can get the blessings of God. But I'm a common person. Well, the Bible, the Word of God is saying that this is not true. He is not a respecter of persons. Anyone. And if you go and read that scripture a little bit more, if you are walking in obedience to the Word of God, that does not mean that God can't... Um, heal someone on the street a unbeliever because he does obviously when you sit in the pews and you begin to learn the word of god god is going to hold you up to a higher level of responsibility concerning what he's actually teaching and if you can if you decide to ignore right his words then the gift that the promises might not manifest in your life so we have to deal with all of those factors too many times people are not getting healing in their bodies because they're disobedient to the word of god in an area and then now they have a bad testimony. Don't you have, you, have you guys not been a part of churches where you have seen people that just were sick and it's a bit as if they accepted it? They no longer came with any expectation that God would heal them. And many times, the pastoral team don't even lay hands on the people or pray for them in that regard. They've given up. God is not a respecter of persons. Let's go now to the book of Matthew. Matthew 4. We're backing up everything that we're given here with scripture. Matthew 4 and verses 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases among the people. Now, verses 23, And Jesus went about all Galilee, number one, teaching in their synagogues. You know, we have to be open to the teachings of Jesus Christ, right? The educational system of the kingdom, for he did say that my kingdom is not of this world. So he taught. It was not just power there was wisdom we must open ourselves to the teachings of christ to the wisdom of god in christ and jesus went about all galilee teaching in their synagogues 
preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Hello. The gospel of the kingdom and healing all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases among the people. Jesus taught. We're doing a lot of teaching here. Now move to John 14. And verses... I go slow because I, I, I don't like when folks find it before me. You know, when, when the Lord, listen, when the Lord um, call you and um, put you in a position to, um, to preach, maybe you can, uh, you know, don't bother with the jokes. Okay? Because I know some folks are like, I'm making sure that I ain't laughing when this guy preach. Don't worry, I'm fine with that too. The idea is that we would take the word, okay, and go save the lost. I'm not too care about my um, pride and my ego. I gave that up a long time. John 14 and verses 12. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my Father. We have a commission by God. We have authorization by God. This is the word of God. Do you, you do believe that the, word, the Bible is the inspired word of God. So when myself or, you, or one of you guys is presented this message, you have been commissioned by God. Those who believe in me, the same works that I do, they will do an even greater works because I go to my Father. Matthew 9. And verses 28. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They said to him, Yes, Lord. One of the prerequisites is faith. Faith. No, faith is not of the mind. Faith is a heart thing. Hello? Faith is a heart. When you grasp something inside of your heart, let me tell you, a lot of conviction is on that. When you believe something from your heart, conviction is on that many times you will even die believing that thing those are that's the type of faith that God is actually talking about not if you know the idea if God wants to heal me he will heal me like you're not getting healing unless you're one of those cases where God just does something boom supernatural and we know that that's there also right you didn't ask for a miracle and you receive a miracle. We've seen some of those in the scriptures. In a general sense, the scripture encourages us to receive from God by faith. Now, this word here, irregardless of your position before you came here this morning, in regards to healing, if you by faith would go, he's reading from the word of God. There is something inside of me that tell, that's telling me that this is the truth. That's the faith factor right there. That means that belief system that you have there, okay, which was produced 
based on your past, your experiences, and those that have spoken over your life. There is another component that can contradict that. And you can receive by faith this morning. And think about this. If you are not currently ill in your body or being afflicted in your mind, hello, and you're thinking it's for somebody else, I got news for you. Who knows what tomorrow holds? How long do you plan to live on the earth? And do you plan to walk in divine health and healing all your days? You need this. If you don't need the healing now, you need the wisdom now that you might not get sick. Or else, if you disregard this, there's a good chance someday they're going to string you up on a gurney. Hello! And wheel you into a doctor's office, hospital bed. And mutilate your body. Don't disregard the words of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's a heavy price to pay if you don't surrender to his lordship for an eternity. There's a heavy price because you, might, you, you, you could end up in hell. But if you disregard huh, the other words and directions and instructions and commandments that he has given us, you can live a painful life on this earth here. Because you would be trusting in governments. How many people did the... Are the not, where are the numbers now when it comes down to the COVID? Where are the numbers now when it comes down to cancer? And all of those sicknesses and diseases that are out there. If you don't trust in God, you have no assurances. You can have no confidence. Faith. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. Those that come to God must believe that he is, one, and two, that he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. The faith factor is so relevant. You have to believe the just shall walk by faith. That there. And God has given to every man a measure of faith. And your faith is being increased now. It's not even as you hear this word. Even as you go home and continue to read the word, faith and more faith is coming to you. I want to go to the book of Isaiah now. The wisdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, the promise of, we have assurances from the word of God. We have a covenant, an agreement that we can pull on but you have to fulfill your part of the deal it's like buying a house and we do this spiritually every week it's like buying a house and you go to the bank and they say you need it's a five hundred thousand dollar house and they, you need five percent as a down payment plus closing costs that's about thirty thousand dollars right and everything is going well and the bank has approved your financing and the seller is well ready to vacate the, the house. And it comes on to the closing day. And they check your bank account. And you only have $20,000. How likely is it that you're going to go in that house? We did not keep, That means that individual did not keep their end of the, of the bargain, right? 
And that's what we do in the church. God has given us a covenant. More sure promises. Okay? And he is absolutely perfect. God is perfect. And his power is not void. And we keep on failing. Even though God is helping us to understand what are the requirements from our perspective. Even when we totally disregard his word, he will come back to remind us that there is a part of the deal that we have to keep. We have to uphold. We have to walk in holiness. We have to walk in righteousness. We have to be filled with the Spirit. We have to surrender to the will of God. We disregard those things and we come up to church. The miracles are not as prevalent as they should be. The problem is not with God. The problem is with man. And the Word of God that is bringing the understanding to you and I now is that an adjustment might be made. Is there the spirit of rebellion when that word's come? When that word comes? Many times, the spirit of rebellion, we resist God, we resist God, and we still want Him to pour out not only healing, but blessings. This morning, align yourself with the word of God. And then align yourself with the principles of God. Don't live in a in this world system and getting up each and every day basically and flipping a coin on whether or not you're gonna live to the end of the day and don't take chances with your your well-being and your salvation Isaiah 53 and verses 4 Jesus did guys Jesus did more than just saved us he did more on the cross the cross of jesus christ the blood of jesus christ having to do with our eternal salvation but from the word of god isaiah 53 and verses 4 listen to what the word says now guys i don't know if they do this in the catholic church let me tell you something i apologize at no time for beating up the catholic church okay I, I will never apologize with the devastation that they have done to even children and people over the hundreds of years and you really think I'm gonna come up here and lift them up hell no they did not preach the word of God in a general sense all did as a matter of fact they actually add to the cancer numbers with all of those incense that they burn in the church I know some of us like the like our priests and the long gowns that he wear. Huh! Maybe you like the, the long beard. Oh, it tickles your neck when he bows down to give you a hug. But I rather intimacy with the Holy Spirit. I rather see the power component of the gospel. Huh! Than smell smoke up my nostrils. Huh! And see a man in a long gown. Huh! Are you here this morning for that type of presentation? Well, I am honored to disappoint you. <laughs> I have to laugh at my own jokes. Well, you found that funny, eh? 
Wonderful people. I love you all with the love of God. Let me tell you, we fight. I fight with a lot of folks, eh? But thank God, I'm still five years old. Hello? I fight and I argue, but then five minutes after that, I'm praying for you. Hello? Verses 4, surely he has borne our griefs. Hey, is there any griefs in heaven? Where did he born? Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. We have a precedence to approach God when it comes on to healing. Okay? Because it's not just the cross and the blood. By his stripes we are healed. Are we going to get healed when we go to heaven? I thought heaven was a place of perfection. So where is the healing aspect of it? No. The extra beating and whipping that Jesus Christ took was for our healing. The fact that so many are in the pews that are sick is not God's fault. We're not walking by faith. The neighbor got COVID. You know, it was okay when it was the neighbor's neighbor. You stood on your faith. But when it was your neighbor, that was too much. And you went and took the vaccine. We're shaking in our boots. We read Psalms 91 that God gave to his church. He gave that scripture, Psalms 91, to his body when COVID was coming. And I read that and read that and read that. And I go, uh -huh. I want to see anybody that is going to give me that COVID must be willing to hold me down, that shot, and hold me down. And then if they did that, then God would just take it out of my, my system because at that time it would be on him, not me, because I stood on his word. Let me tell you guys, we went through COVID with great confidence. Hello. Absolute confidence. I knew I was going to stand here um, two years ago. Absolute confidence because of the scriptures. And you can have that peace. You can have that confidence. And, and the power of God is here to heal you today. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. We are healed. Don't keep physical sicknesses in your body by not believing God. And listen, it's in the mind that people are struggling these days. In the mind, all different kinds of mental issues. Jesus also paid for freedom to come to your mind. Do you want to be made well? That's what Jesus was saying, you know. They were desperate. That man at the pool of Bethesda was desperate for healing. 38 years. Hello? And he had no opportunity to go down there first when that water was stirred. But he was still camping out there. It was the only hope. Pre-adventure, everybody dropped dead and he just rolled in the water. 
And here came the Lord Jesus Christ, like he is here now. He's basically saying, in that moment, that man, his focus was no longer water. And even as exciting as it is to see an angel, his focus was no longer the angel because they had not produced for him as yet. And now, that same Jesus is here. All loving he is. 2,000 years after, he's still healing on the earth. Oh, open up your heart to him this morning. Let's go also to Matthew 8. We're removing all of the doubt. Take the word of God. Let it minister to your fears and your doubt that you might really have an expectation. Hello? According to your faith, be it unto you. According to each individual's faith, be it unto them. I can't give you my faith. God is helping you right now to cultivate more faith that you might receive for yourself, that you might receive for your families. Ha! Huh! Matthew 8 and verses 16. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed. Listen to this. Oh my God. And healed all who were sick. All who were sick. That it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying. Didn't, I, didn't we just read this scripture here in Isaiah? He took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. The manifestation of that word. <laughs> Will it manifest in you? In 2022. Or you have put so much trust in medicine. You have put so much trust in science. You have put so much trust in your government. Even though the TV screens and the computer screens are painted with their failures. They, listen, they get together, they have this meeting, that's that meeting, and right now, as you and I sit and stand here, bombs are dropping on people's heads, and kids are dying. And some, so many people are still putting their trust in man. We're dealing with the issues consistent with healing all sorts of healing consistent with deliverance and peace we spoke about faith we spoke about this is something that God Jesus Christ did extra on top of salvation and we are now saying that God he healed all no one was left out as we deal with healing guys let's go also to the book of 3rd John. As we deal with the aspect of the covenant and agreement, and there are conditions, and even there will be other conditions that the Spirit of God will reveal to you that you need to fulfill before the healing power of God will flow through your body. That's what he does. Listen to the wisdom 
that the scripture has given us. Third John 2. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. You know, this is, what's, this is what the medical and scientific areas, what they don't really capture and understand. Because they only deal with the realm of the, the natural. They only deal with atoms and all those things. But they don't understand who God created man to be. If they did, they would understand why Jesus Christ was able to heal without the instruments that they use, without mutilating people's bodies. You will prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. You have a soul. And if you're not in Christ, your spirit is dormant. We're dealing with the, the soul area now. When the scripture has spoken to us about stuff like anger, unforgiveness, jealousies, bitterness, wrath, strife, and all of those type of things, you will prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Even if we were to pray for you now, and the power of God came in this minute and grant you healing, and you went back out and continued the way of life that produced that sickness in the body, in the mind previously, guaranteed, that thing is coming back on your body. It's a legal route for the enemy to afflict you. You will prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. Obedience to the word of God will eliminate that. Many times people get healed and they don't keep their healing. That's, that's possible also. This is the wisdom of God that is given to us huh, in the word and revealed to us by the Holy Spirit. That it's not just a case. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, the scripture says. Huh, this is the knowledge that we would not be destroyed. So now, the fight to walk in the spirit, and we spoke about this in previous lessons. The fight to fight being offended, fight being angry and unforgiveness being harbored in the heart that manifests on the physical body and in the mind. As you desire to walk in divine health and healing, you have to take that into account. Amen? Proverbs 4 verses 23, it says to guard your heart for out of your heart flows the issues of life. So you're guarding your heart from being jealous, from being angry, from walking in unforgiveness. This is the obedience aspect of it. That's how you protect your mind and your body from being infiltrated by sicknesses and diseases. Walking in offense is a sure way. Let's go to the book of Galatians really quick as we come to the end Galatians 5 and verses 6 look what it says here now for in Christ Jesus neither circumcision 
nor uncircumcision avails anything. Hello. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision. It's not by works. It's not by works. It's not what you did to deserve this. It's what our Lord Jesus Christ accomplished for us and the cross. We are only positioning ourselves that we might what? Receive. Receive. But faith working through love. Faith working through love. It's the love of God. He loves us. He loves you this morning if you're here. He loves you this morning if you're online. And he loves you if you see this message a week from now, a month from now, a year from now. There will be an anointing on this message even then that as you hear, the healing power of God will be there for you. Ha! Huh! Amen? So understand, as we refer back to Hebrews 1, God in this last days has spoken to us through his Son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Receive the love of God this morning. If you're going to receive healing this morning, you have to understand it's an expression of God. Expre an expression of the love of God. What, what has been oh, cultivated in your mind that you think that God is hard, that God is coarse? Let, we break, let us break down those walls this morning as you're experienced, your traumatic experience in life. Have you been convinced that God is not love he is love and he expressed himself through Christ and we see the works that Jesus did that there is another prerequisite we must understand it's the love of God the last scripture Matthew 12 and then we're gonna pray if you have an infirmity in your body today Jesus is gonna heal it Matthew 12 and verses are 43. Look what it says here. Let me tell you, if this is not love, my Father and my God. You know, when the doctor is doing the little that they can, huh, send you to the pharmacist and say, get this medication, and they give you and take two tablets per day and um, take it with a meal okay basically what they're giving you conditions that this thing might be activated in your body and, and give you um, make you better right not only not only did God give us the healing already he accomplished it already except we are appropriating it now he has given us even instructions on how to keep that healing keep that peace keep that deliverance Matthew 12, 43. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, hello, a spirit, it's an infirmity, it's a spirit, it's a living organism that is in your body, that is in your mind, that is afflicting you. 
and the doctor is looking in your body and telling you that you have cancer. You know why? Because a demon is contorting an organ in your body and his instrument is catching what? The spirit? No. Ha! His instrument is catching the destruct. What the touching of that organ looks like. That's what he sees. They work in the area of the physical. Instruments can't see in the realm of the spirit. That's why they can't understand our Lord. Ha! Which is easier to say? Get up and take up your mat. Our son, your sins are forgiven. Ha! But who can forgive sin? Oh, our Lord can forgive sin. Oh, stop putting your trust in medicine and science. And come back to the one who created you. When an unclean spirit goes out of a man, hello, the spirit of infirmity has been cast out of a man now. He goes through dry places, seeking rest and finds none. Then he says, I will return to my house from which, which I came. That infirmity is on a quest Hello, that demon huh, that you got delivered from is on a quest, on a mission. He finds comfort huh, in human beings. Listen, not even demons want to go to hell. What, where, what is me? What am I doing there? Huh, if demons don't want to go down to hell, what am I doing there? Hello. They were created for such a, they were condemned to such a place. And they would rather reside in us. Why are we creating environments conducive to their happiness? As they suck the life out of, of us and make our lives a living hell. Look, verses are 43. Then he says, I will return to my house from which I came. And when he comes, he finds it empty and put in order. What does that mean? He finds the house. He's waiting for you to go get back into unforgiveness. He's waiting for you to get back into anger. Ha! That is the legal route that he takes to come back in. He's waiting for you to go into a depressive state. He's waiting for you to come back into fear. And God did not give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a song. People in the pews, we have not been meticulous, okay? In guarding our minds. We allow any thought to come to the mind. And then springboard words off of our tongue and poison ourselves. Offer your body a living sacrifice to God. Holy and acceptable. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This area called our mind, when we respond out of anger, tiredness, we can open up doors. And do not be drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. It's not only that we would get healed, 
It's that we would walk in divine healing. And, and that we would release the healing on those people around us that are sick. God wants, God, he wants his bride, he wants his church to be healthy. My God. What would happen now to the people that we're speaking to outside? When we ourselves have received from the Lord. We have to take the power of God and go on the streets, God. The kingdom of heaven is not in words but in power. That your faith would not rest in the wisdom of the words of men. But in demonstration of the spirit and power, Paul says. <clears throat> Let it not only activate you for your own healing or your family member. Let it activate you for the world now. That we might bring the evidence of the power of God that souls might come into the kingdom. Ah! Souls might come into the kingdom. And we're going to focus a lot in this ministry on the healing. Yeah, too many people are suffering outside. Amen? If you have any sickness in your body this morning, we're going to take testimonies. Follow through. We did not just say come and let's pray. By the grace of God, some wisdom was associated with what we're going to do now. Continue in that wisdom. Continue in the teachings of Jesus Christ. And let your mind, oh, let your house be filled with the word of God and the spirit of God. And you will repel every sickness. Mental or physical. That is the word we have for you this morning, guys. It's a very central and important word for the body of Christ in this day and age. It's associated with winning the lost. When, the, when Jesus, oh, even now the miracles that he did are building faith in us. So if you have any infirmity in your body, anything in the mind, not because of a man, no. Let me tell you, it takes a extra grace and impartation from God to preach this message here. Hello? Because no man can do this thing justice. You're, well, I don't know for others, but personally, if God did not really, uh, he shocked this thing in, inside of me for me to do this, he, he like a bolt of lightning had to come and touch me for me to come here and preach this message to people. I can't I can back up nothing on my own. I have no power. I have no ability to do anything, healing or nothing. I'm useless. <laughs> By myself, absolutely useless. It's our confidence in God. <clears throat> it's our boast in His abilities through us.